Hey guys, welcome to F1 in the Sun with your hosts, McKenna, Joe, and Zach. Hey everyone, welcome to Monday Morning on F1 in the Sun. I'm your host as always, Zach, and with me is McKenna. Hello. And Joe. Hello there. So, we just finished up at my new least favorite track of the year. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) be prepared guys, that's gonna be, uh, should, should we say a few rants? A little later yeah yeah um but don't worry right now right now no rants no so so nice and peaceful for this person so (laughs) that's it now it's nice and peace soup well it's full time right it's it's, yeah it's time for pea soup yeah ham soup that's good sure maybe in maybe in england (laughs) we don't do that here um but we are finishing up in qatar yeah, uh, our second time ever racing here. The only other time was twenty twenty one. Yeah, I think they skipped twenty two due to uh, COVID. Yeah. yeah, and uh, this is the only track on the schedule that only F one races at. Out of the formulas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like there's F- no F two. F two no... is coming. Next I think year. next year or the year after is what they said. Oh, I see. I okay. can't remember exactly, um, but yeah, it's it's a track for F one, essentially. Um, but. We're going to move on to the shootout, which had its dramatic moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, the good old sprint qualifying. Yep, and as always, we're going to go up the order, mm-hmm. and we're going to throw it over to McKenna. All right. So, starting at P20 was Logan Sargent. Are we surprised? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> um number 19 was k meg in the house a little surprising yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think number 18 is probably more surprising at least just in my opinion which is yuki sonoda in that alpha tari yeah. yeah i think i think yuki and p17 are surprising yeah. to me p17 was also surprising having alex albon in the williams yeah i really wouldn't have expected that yeah um, and then going up to p16 we had good old canadian boy launch stroll in that aston martin which he just had a rough weekend altogether. Oh. Now, I have to, I have to, you know, say that this track was redone, and a lot of people were losing back end grip mm-hmm. very it, easily. It was redone. Yeah. It was very dusty. Yes. Yeah. So Sandy, I'm whatever. not. I don't want to fully blame drivers. It was. And it was also very hot. Yes, yeah. it was a very difficult track for your back end. Again, yeah. we'll we'll get into everything, hmm. but. Um, in and amongst, you know, launch rolls, uh, interesting, angry qualifying. I'll, I'll give them some grace for Ooh. the, the sprint, uh, is the sprint shootout? Yeah. Yeah. He did a bad boy word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> On live TV. <laughs> but, uh, moving up to P15, we had Joe Guangyu with, uh, Alpha Romeo. Um, P14, we had Liam Lawson in the Alpha Tari. And then P13, we had Valtteri Bottas and that Alfa Romeo. I will say the Alphas doing decent, right? Mm-hmm. They, for a team that's kind of like peace, we out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, they're, they're kind of performing now. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they brought any upgrades this weekend. So definitely good to see. I hope they keep this track up. I'm yep. definitely looking forward to the next few races with them. Uh, and fingers crossed, and that brings us to P12. So Lewis Hamilton. That's a bit of a shocker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, like, you shouldn't be out 
I guess it's kind of like a Checo thing. <clears throat> you shouldn't be out. You should be two, three, through to Q3. My bad. But yeah. again, lots of uh, track limits and blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, and the track was very tough to drive. Yeah. And just ahead of him, P11, was Pierre Gasly. Uh, and next to him was his teammate, Esteban Ocon. Um, just a little bit ahead of them was the other Aston Martin in Fernando Alonso. And uh, P8 was Checo, which was better than before, but not yeah. sort of, again, where we sort of expect him. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, where Max ended up, maybe we do expect him that far down. We'll see. Um, in front of him, as a surprise, is uh, Nico Hulkenberg. Yes. Yeah. P7. Now, now. A good, uh, at least sprint shootout for him, at least. I think this is probably one of the better placements we've seen a Haas, at yeah. least in a while. Now, I would like to point out that next race, they're supposed to bring a lot of upgrades. Yeah, so hopefully they figure out so what's wrong I'm ex- with So, I'm interested to see what the Haas car looks like when we go to the US. Hopefully it has a new paint scheme, because I'm kind of getting bored of this uh, <laughs> white and black. I agree. <laughs> it's Honestly, so black. I don't think that counts well, as upgrades. For me... It would be, like, a visual one. Yeah, personally, like, visually watching it, I always get the Alpha Tauri and the Haas mixed up because yeah. they are so similar in color scheme. There's so many colors in the world. Mm-hmm. Choose a different one. Absolutely. Like, I don't care if it comes down to a rock, paper, scissors between the team principals. <laughs> like, someone change their, you know, the... Change your bleeping car. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Alrighty, and then Joe, who was the last one above... Or who was above Nico? Was uh, Charles Leclerc in P6. Yeah. Which, uh... You kind of expect the Ferraris. Yeah, though. not bad. Yeah. Uh, moving into the... Top five, we have the other Ferrari, Mr. Carlos Sainz. Yeah, ahead of his teammate, sort of where we expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, he's about a tenth ahead of him in qualifying in mm-hmm. the sprint judo. He did. Decent. Yeah, uh, then you move on to George Russell in P4. And uh, then you get a big surprise in P3. You have the freshly crowned three-time world champion, Max Verstappen. Yes, we'll get more into that a little later when yes. we cover the sprint. But, but yeah, uh, he, he came surprising. in P3. Now, the gap between first and third was a two-tenths. Yeah. Roughly, about a tenth and a half, two-tenths. Um, P2, you have Lando Norris. And if anybody's noticed, we haven't said one name, and that is the rookie sensation, Oscar Piastri. If he doesn't get rookie of the year... <laughs> I, I, whoever's voting is wrong. Shocker, it's going to Logan Sargent. <laughs> well, I would think, like, between Oscar Piastri, his only real competition, realistically, which I don't even know if they're going to include it because he's not really a driver, would be Liam Lawson. Yeah. At least in my opinion. Well, Nick DeVries, he raced half a season. Well, we forget about him. He, he's no longer. <laughs> he's in, in Formula E. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, now I do want to say in this shootout, what a last lap for this McLaren walkout. Mm-hmm. The only reason Austria is in front of Lando is because Lando went wide on that final corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that like, and Lando was on pace to go P1. Mm-hmm. He was pushing. And all of a sudden you see a Piastri come around the final bend, cross the line. You see this papaya just go wide. And we're like, oh, 
So close. So close. But a McLaren lockout for sprint shootout, which... A lockout in front of Max Verstappen. Yes, I, I love to see. Well, and not to mention, like, this is Piastri's first, like, P1 anything. Yeah. Which yeah. is a huge, like, deal for him. And it's not in a Red Bull. Exactly. No. This exactly. year, which is, yeah, incredibly impressive. Yes. Um, so that was the sprint shootout. Now we get into the sprint, which was riddled with safety cars at the beginning of the race. Before we do that, should we go over our predictions for the sprint qualifying? Yeah, we should. We should just... Just so we don't have to go back and forth a bit. Yeah. And we'll get into the sprint because, yeah, yeah, wild. Yeah, I agree. Um, so for the sprint shootout, um, we had... We'll go with... I just have it in as this way. So we'll go Joe first, then Zach, and then my prediction. So for sprint shootout, Joe had Max as P1. Yeah, not right there. No. Um, and then P2, you did get a point for Norris. I'll take that. Um, and then P3, you had Russell. And then P4, you had Piastri. So at least you got a point. I had all the right things, just in the wrong in the right, order. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then Zach had Max P1. Russell P2, Norris P3, and Carlos Sainz for P4. So unfortunately, no points for Close. You. Yeah. Sainz was P5. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then for me, I had Max P1. I had Lando P2, so point for me. Yeah. I had Oscar P3, which so close, but no cigar. Um, and then I had George Russell P4, so another point for me. Just to... Yeah, McKenna with these shots in the dark. <laughs> yeah, and she literally said it in the last episode. She's like, "I didn't think of this, so I'm just gonna wing it," yeah. and and it worked out. Yeah, Joel, again, Joe, maybe I'm just gonna start winging it. Honestly, that's kind of the approach I'm taking. That's what I did last time with the for the Lonzo and people. Yeah, and it worked out. It did. I think so, I'm just gonna start. I'm not. I'm not gonna think about it too much anymore. I'm just gonna start winging it. <laughs> Seems to work out better. Yeah. Um, but yes, now on to the sprint, which, as I said previously, was the beginning of the race was just riddled in safety cars. Yeah, I think we had three in the end. Yeah, I think we had four restarts. Yeah. Three or four restarts, which... Wild. Jeez Louise. Yeah. All right, so starting technically at P20 would be Liam Lawson. Unfortunately, he was a DNF. On the first lap. On the first lap. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I think his back end just went out while sucking gravel. Yeah. Well, it looked like he locked up. I never actually saw the replay, but there was a big puff of smoke, and then you just see this Alpha Tauri skirting through the gravel. Yeah. Yeah, so unfortunate for him. Mm-hmm. Um, technically, P19 would be Logan Sargent. Um, made two laps. Yeah, unfortunately, he DNF'd after those two laps. Spun out. Yep, same thing as Liam, basically. Yeah. Um, Just bad placement, bad dust, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then P18, we had Sergio Perez making 10 laps and then DNFing. No, I, I would argue not of his own fault. No. No. The, the next three DNFs are kind of jumbled up into one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so P17 who got tangled up with Sergio Perez was Esteban Ocon, um, who DNF'd at exactly 10 laps as well. Um, and then just above Esteban was Nico Hulkenberg making 11 laps and then DNFing also because he got tangled up in that mess. 
Yeah, they decided to go, what, three wide? Three wide into a corner. Yeah. Which, honestly, I would put that on Ocon's fault. Yeah. Mm. He, I think if I remember correctly, they sandwiched Hulkenberg. And Perez was just... Just he had nowhere to go no. on the inside of the corner. He was he was essentially just there for the ride. Exactly. Yeah. Well, like was, Hulkenberg was. Yeah, too. just collateral. Mm-hmm. Um, and then P15, we had Launch Stroll. Uh, P14, we had Joe Wang Yu. Again, I just want to say, great drive from him. Absolutely. Not quite as good as the race, but yeah. great drive from him. Yeah. Um, and then P13, we had K-Meg. Yeah, which is, I mean, he didn't crash. Yeah. So decent, like decent run by him. Mm -hmm. In front of him is a bit of a disappointing one. Was uh, Charles Leclerc in P12. Those Mm -hmm. sauce dropped off. That was, yeah, pretty consistent. (laughs) Like, so how many drivers do we have on the softs? Six? Uh, I believe we had, yeah, I believe we had six. We had Russell and the two Ferraris. Yep. And then we had... Another three. I, I want to say the Alpines were those two. Could have been. I'm not 100% sure, to be honest. But we know the Ferraris were on softs and George Russell was on softs. Yeah. And, like, the first, like, well, I want to say three three racing laps um, with those softs were great. Yeah. They were tremendous. And then after that, they just tanked. It's like, it's like they were on this uphill climb with the softs and then they hit the peak and there was nothing after that and just straight dropped. Yeah, he just plummeted much like many people did with the uh, with the soft tires. Um, in front of him in P11, which is good ending for him, is Yuki Tsunoda. Um, seems to be where he likes to be. But I mean, who, look who's above him. I know, in P10, Valtteri Bottas and an Alfa Romeo. Honestly, I... I, I, I feel like i repeat it bottas is like the quietest driver like you don't remember about him mm-hmm. until you're like hey why is there an alfa romeo in the top 10 yeah like oh hey that's valtry bottas <laughs> i i don't know what they did this weekend but great drivers from both of their drivers yeah yeah like tremendous um and in p9 just above him is the other Alpine that didn't crash it's pierre gasly which uh, he had a decent race from him. Just outside the points. Exactly, yep. Um, P8, last points position in the sprint, was Alonso. Uh, okay, race. Didn't get crashed out, so yeah. take it for what it is. Uh, P7 uh, is Alex Albon. How happy were you about this one? I was pretty happy. Like, it's obviously not Like, it's not points. the best, but, like, I'll take it. Yeah. It's decent for a Williams, especially how everyone's running this weekend. Um, in front of him is the other Ferrari in Carlos Sainz, P6. Uh, he did a little bit better with the soft tires, mm-hmm. but again, dropped quite a few places. Yeah, and yeah, you could see that. Even everyone was calling it at the beginning of the race. They're essentially like, let the softs go. We gonna catch them. Yeah, McLaren was on top of that. Yeah, and you see that in the top five, where four of them were medium runners. Yeah. Uh, you have Lewis Hamilton in P5, who mm-hmm. had a good recovery from yep. the shootout. Great recovery, actually. Yeah. Uh, you had George Russell, who was that lone soft guy in the top five. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, watching him get caught was like watching Usain Bolt run up on, like, a grandma. Yeah, because, like... <laughs> 
George took the race within what a lap and a half, two laps. I think so, yeah. Um, and then yeah, after that third or fourth lap, the softs tanked, and the McLarens, you know, and the mediums just sort of spiked up and yeah. decided to go for it, and it worked. Yeah. Uh, and on your sprint podium, you have Lando Norris in P three. You have, as I said earlier, the three-time world champion Max Verstappen in P2. Mm-hmm. And Oscar Piastri in P1. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> that man had such a good drive. Oh, tremendous. And his reaction to winning it, top tier. Yep, good good job, guys. Uh, yeah, that was a good drive, good drive. Like, <laughs> he... Oh, it's it's unreal. Like comparing Piastri winning the sprint, I understand it's a sprint, but comparing Piastri winning the sprint to like K Mac getting pole position. No, not even that. To like uh, Ocon getting a podium in Monaco. Mm. Not even a win. P three. That's true. He was over. What about like when uh, when an Alpha or an As or uh, like either Alpha Tauri or Romeo or Alpine get like higher than they should have. Yeah, they're freaking out. That's true. And Oscar's just like Piastri's acting. Cool like, guys. Piastri's acting like this is just like every eh. weekend. Good job, guys. I feel like there's a little bit like obviously this is a huge deal for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it was a little bit overshadowed mm-hmm. by the fact that Max got world champion. Yeah. So I feel like it should have been an exciting moment, but he knew that his light would have been taken away, and it would have still been on Max. Like, as much as it was on Max, it was also, I felt, a lot on Oscar. It was, but... Which I think was, like, kind of a happy balance compared yeah. to sort of what we expected. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, did you see the post of Piastri's trophy for the sprint? I don't think so. So, it's a plaque, and it says first in the guitar sprint, and then it has his name. Mm-hmm. Are we saying that somewhere out there, there is a little nameplate for like a sprint championship that says Logan Sargent on it? Or do you think FIA just wanted to save the money? And... Yeah. <laughs> it oh, was yeah. like, eh, we've seen him in the first two races. I, I don't think, yeah. I have a feeling they do it. They make it on like the Friday. Cause they're like, Hmm. Okay. Who could be close? We'll make like 10 of them just in case. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he's not on them. What yeah. if a wild card came out of nowhere and you just saw, like, let's go Nico Hulkenberg, P1? Then I think what you'd say is a bit of scotch tape on the trophy <laughs> in Sharpie. But I feel like they have at least one nameplate plaque made for every driver. And then the rest uh, get destroyed. I could see that. Maybe? No, like you never like, see the daylight. Because how, how many sprints are there? Three? Mm, I want to say but I think I'm wrong. However many sprints there are, they have to have at least like one nameplate for every driver for that. Just on the off chance that like 17 cars crash out. <laughs> and, your, and your podium is like Joe Guang Yu, Yuki Sonoda, and Logan Sargent. <laughs> well, hey, if someone from the FIA is listening... Can you, can you like send to, us Logan uh, Sargent's nameplate? No. <laughs> can you just verify, like... If you want to come on the actually... podcast and uh, answer some of the silly questions that we have here, mm-hmm. uh, no. that would be tremendous. No, I want a Logan Sargent nameplate. Well, you're not getting one. Yeah. Well, he's never going to get one. Someone might as well. 
No. That's the wrong attitude to have. <laughs> We're in America next week. You never know what's gonna happen. I hate that track. Well, yeah, that, that that's yeah. another rant for another day. Um, but yeah, so that's the sprint. Let's get into our sprint predictions. Yes, yeah, we did. Yeah. Um. So, Joe, you guessed Max for P one. Psych. You guessed. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Piastri had... Uno reversed you on that one. He did. Yeah. Um. You had Signs P two. Yeah. No. You had Norris P3, which you get a yeah. point for. I'll take that. Yeah. Lando's coming in clutch for me this weekend. Yeah. And then you had Piastri P4. Ah, psych. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that didn't work out. Well, don't talk too quick, Zach. Oh, yeah. I, had, I, I I know none of my points worked out. You had Max P1, Piastri P2. So you had them swap. Yep, bit backwards. Um, But you got a point for uh, Norris coming in at P3. See, Norris um, is coming in clutch. <laughs> and then you just had the wrong Mercedes at P4. You yeah. had Hamilton. Um, and then I get no points this round because I had Max P1, Norris P2, Leclerc P3, and that random one that I guessed, Alonzo, who did not come in clutch for me. I'm very angry at you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, those are uh, sprint predictions. Yeah. So uh, I think we're going to take a little break here. I'm going to need a drink of water because before we get into this race, I got some issues I want to work out. Yeah, I'm with you on that. So we're going to take a quick break here, guys. All right. So we're back from break. Joe McKenna, I have a real issue with this re- this weekend's race. I have a few. And I think I know where, I think you know where I'm about to go with this. Uh-huh. What in the world were the FIA thinking introducing a new rule four hours before the race uh it's uh... not to mention right mm-hmm. why 18 laps when they did 19 in the sprint no ties exploded right like i don't see this is when it happened when i heard about this i was talking to mckenna about this earlier in the day right so Let's say in this hypothetical world, right, mm. in this race, we had a battle for second place. Yep. Right? Which arguably we did, but let's say we had a more intense battle with two teams. Uh-huh. Right? Three laps left in the race. Mm-hmm. But one of them hits their 18 lap max. Yep. So they have to pit. So they have to pit. So now they're out of the points. Now they are out of... Why? They want to get to net zero. Which means they want to bring less tires to a race. Well, so, but now they're going to make this rule where you can only drive eight. Th- there makes no difference between the tires then. Two, you just one of them's faster than the other. To that point, I think it was, to what I know, it was only brought in for this race and only due because the curbs were causing so much damage to the tires. Pirelli said maximum 18 laps. Now, do I agree? Okay, it okay, is hold, a stupid rule. Hold on, hold on. Before we go on that, how many times has Pirelli said a maximum amount of laps? And then someone, especially Max this year, has gone 10 laps farther on those tires. Max or Albon finishing the whole race on one set of tires? Right? Like, Pirelli can say, oh, this tire, this hard, will be good for 25 laps. Max will do 40 on them. Or they'll die in 10. Right? Like, I... And why make it a rule? Let the driver 
Let the driver figure it out. Like the no, the drivers aren't going to go to a point, and the teams aren't going to go to the point where the tires are going to blow up. They're not because they're out of the race, out of the points, damage the car, right? Right. So, like, I do not understand the point of this rule. It's it arguably changed the race for what it was. It hundred percent did. Let now, I'm not going to get this away from mclaren's performance at all because they no. did great well and you know but max only finished with like a, a four second lead which is nice to see but you had to do it you're essentially slowing max down by making rules you're slowing everybody down like it's so you had i think one time when everyone could just race one set and then everyone was screwed up again with all the tires like, you had George who pitted on, what, lap 52? I think so. softs? Yeah. Um, and, like, he could have went to the end of the race. And we had people box under the first safety car, which then ruined their whole race, basically, putting them on a four-stop strategy, mandatory, opposed yep. to what could have worked is, like, a three-stop for them. Yep. Could have run the hards longer, got higher up in the points, boxed less, lost... No, because each pit stop was, what, 23, 25 seconds, I want to say? Yeah, it was about, yeah, roughly about 23. So, you would have gained that time by not having to do an extra pit stop. It's it's so compromising. Yes, it adds something to the race, but it takes away the point of a race. Right, like, why why do you need to, why why listen to Pirelli? Pirelli's been so wrong so many times on how many t- laps their tires can race Mm -hmm. and no team is going to willingly keep their driver out there if their tires aren't working they're going to be like hey you need to come in yeah because they're losing time they know this that's the point of a strategist right that's the whole job like even max went into into an interview and he's like yeah you know we're known for making tires last like we had a strategy Mm -hmm. this rule came out four hours before a race and like that's the other thing how is that allowed like, I, I would be a little more understanding if it came out on Friday. I would be more understanding if it came out last weekend. Right? Because I'm, sh- after, I'm sh- after, like, practice one, maybe? Right? Like, that's what I'm saying. Friday. Practice one, Friday, probably looks, wow, these tires aren't really working here. Yeah. Hey, FIA, we're going to let you know this now. Mm-hmm. But no, they do it Sunday morning. Four hours before the race. Or, you know, when the FIA goes around and inspects the tracks every year before they race there, see the curbs are gigantic and extremely aggressive and say, hey guys, uh, these need to be cut down a bit so, you know, we don't blow a tire up. Like, it doesn't take... You don't have to go to this extent and arguably there's no point for it. Right. We had... We had the most pit stops I'm pretty sure ever seen in an F1 race. Yeah. Where everyone stopped. Uh, I believe a few people might have had to stop four times. Yeah. But everyone stopped at least three. Yeah. Which is insane. If every car stops three times, that's what? 60 pit stops? Mm Mm-hmm. 60. Like in a fifty-seven lap race, it's so dumb. Like it just doesn't make any sense. And like, yes, some tracks prefer a three-stop, but that's up to the strategists what they can make work. Because like, it, this doesn't make any sense at all. 
No, it, do- it's, it doesn't. It's it's a stupid rule brought in by I ultimately I think people scared of the tires blowing up. Right. Like look at um, look at like the last pit stops you have. You have George Russell, which mm-hmm. you when you were talking about, he pitted on lap fifty. Okay. Yep. Right. Max pitted on lap fifty one. You really don't think he could have made it the rest? Who's saying? Maybe he tries to risk it. Maybe Piastri catches him. Exactly. You then you would have had a title fight. Right. Well, not a title fight, but you know. Joe Guang Yu doesn't pit. Maybe he finishes higher than he did. Exactly. And we'll get into that it's, later. It's so pointless. Like, you ruin so many variables of the race. Because, arguably, if you take that out of it, it would have been a decent race. Right. Like, they had they had, um, they had had pairs on hards to start the race. Mm-hmm. He has to pit 17 laps in. What's the point in using hards, then? There's no point. And the other point is the softs last about three laps. So you can't use that. So your only tire is a medium tire, which then you're doing full speed the entire time on 18 laps. So it just defeats the whole purpose of having the different tires. Right. And um, the soft is useless. The hard, you defeat the purpose of the hard. So you can only use the medium, but then you have to use two compounds. <clears throat> so then you're screwed either way. Yeah. And look at, uh, I believe it was Piastri said, you know, it was essentially 57 laps of qualifying laps. Yeah. And that's because everyone was like, oh, well, I have to pit. I might as well just use up the literal every piece of this tire possible. Mm -hmm. You didn't see the strategies in, you know, maintaining tires being like, hey, we actually need you to go plan B, which let's say is five more laps, which five laps can make a massive difference. It can. Like, Like you said, like a bunch of drivers would have finished the race on the other tires. Yeah. So it would have only been a two stop race. And, like, the other thing with Piastri's comment of it being, you know, 57 qualifying laps, in the heat, with that conditions there, it's, it's I'd say, unsafe. Oh, I think, uh, I think four or five drivers had to we'll get into that. be physically helped. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into yeah. that issue. But, like, just on the, uh, yeah, it, it's silly. I really hope. We're back here uh, December next year. I hope it's better to a point where they don't have to force this. Because if they do, honestly, stop coming here. Yeah. Find another track or fix the track. One of the two. Honestly, bet you South South Africa would love a race again. Oh, 100%. They have an awesome track. Yeah. So why not? It's, yeah. That's uh, one rant over, I think. Yes. Um, now, before we get into the race, I do want to say through all of this mandatory pit stop stuff, we did see, I haven't heard officially yet, we did see a world record pit stop from McLaren. Yet with these new wheels, it was one, uh, 1.8. 1.8. Now, I believe Red Bull holds the record already with a 1.86. 1.86 or 1.82. Yeah, it's one of those. So I don't know if they broke the record, but 1.8 second on Piastri too. Was I thought that was on Norris. I believe it was Piastri because I believe Norris then came in for a, a 2. Mm. A 2 or a 2.1. But still, that is crazy fast. And that heat especially. Right? Like, unreal. Well done, McLaren. Good job, guys. Yeah, because usually we're used to seeing Red Bull with those stops. Mm-hmm. It's very rare to see another team. And, you know, McLaren's been having all the success, and now they're 
having all the success in pit stops. Like, 1.8 seconds? Mind you, though, there was some of their pit stops which were like 3.2. Which so. everyone had. I, I believe Max even had a four-second pit stop this weekend. Yep. Because yep. his left front didn't want to come off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. they forgot to undo the uh, last thread there. Yeah, you have your ups, you have your downs, but McLaren... Big props to you on that mm-hmm. on that pit stop. So, um, yeah, that is rant number one I had in my head that I wanted to get over. Um, we're going to take another quick break, and then we're going to do our race. Yeah, and we'll get into some other rants after. Yeah. We'll give you guys a break from that. All right, so we're back from break. Time to get into these race results. It was a doozy. It was, we'll say, an interesting race. Yeah, so it was a it was a mini version of Austria with all the track limits. Mm-hmm. There was definitely a few of them. Yeah, um, but in P twenty, Carlos Sainz did not start the race. He had some fuel issues. <clears throat> yeah, he had a, a fuel leak that they couldn't fix in time. Uh, unfortunate for him. It would be interesting to see where he placed. Yeah. Um, then P nineteen, you have Lewis Hamilton who had a very exciting first corner, uh, hitting his own teammate. Yeah, he tried to send it a little too hard, I guess. <clears throat> now, I do want to sort of defend Lewis. If Max wasn't on that inside corner, like if Russell wasn't as far along line with Max as he was, I feel like Russell would have been more in the corner, and that line would have worked for Lewis. I just want to point out what you just said is, in every single crash ever, if the other car wasn't there, it wouldn't have happened. Listen, I, I wow, just, I just is, wanted to say that, you know? Good. But because I, I would have been excited to see what Lewis would have done this weekend, yeah, but you can't because he sent it. Yes, um, P9 or P18, we have Logan Sargent who retired 40 laps in due to severe dehydration illness. That's all they said. Um, I they said later on it was, yeah, dehydration, heat stroke. Yeah, this Pretty track bad. is terrible. We'll get more into that a little later, but yeah, yeah. Um, he had a uh, speedy recovery from that because that was awful. Yes, uh, P seventeen in the I, people who finished the race. I just want to say, Logan Sargent, before he ended up retiring, was having a fantastic race. He was. He was P eleven <clears throat> most of it. Yeah, he would have been either in the points or just outside the points. I think at the end. Like, great drive from him. Tremendous. Again, unfortunate what happened due to the heat and everything. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, P17 of the drivers that finished the race. We have Liam Lawson in in that Alpha Tower. Yeah, he just hasn't had a great great last weekend here, unfortunately. But, I mean, to be fair, what can you expect at this sort of track and this sort of temperatures? Yeah. Um, You have Nico Hulkenberg coming in at P16. You have Yuki Tsunoda. In P15, you have K-Mag in P14. Um, those are your lapped cars. I uh, I did think, watching the race, the Hasses would have ended up a bit higher. But again, the whole pit stop thing kind of screwed them. Yeah, pit stop thing kind of screwed a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and then P13, you had Alexander Albon finishing unlapped. Mm-hmm. Just in front of him... We've got one Alpine in uh, Pierre Gasly. Uh, had a pretty quiet race, I think, for the most part. He, he did get some penalties for track limits. Uh, as did pretty much everyone in front of him. 
uh, and behind him, for the matter of fact. Hence yeah. why Albon is down so much. Because he got uh, two five-second penalties near the end. Stacked for track limits. Um, yes, and in P11 is Lance Stroll. Another recipient of a... Uh... Yes, he did. That's why he's down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, him, uh, I believe Pierre, and I believe Checo were up uh, place. Yeah, well, Checo... Oh. We'll get into that in a minute. But yeah, right in front of uh, Lance Stroll in P10 is Checo who decided to get four penalties for track limits. Yes. Not 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 four track limit violations, four penalties for it. Has he just given up? Which for you guys at home, if you're not sure, you get uh, basically three strikes and you're out. So you get three uh, track limits initially, and then on your fourth you get a penalty, and then everyone after that you get a five-second penalty as well. So, yeah, four penalties, which is a lot. And uh, honestly, I'm not sure how much we can talk smack on them or if it was due to, like, the heat and exhaustion and stuff like that. But you know what? Sergio is not a rookie. You're right. But uh, I know in an interview, Stroll was saying uh, the last 30 laps in the high-speed corners, he couldn't say anything. It was just a blur. So... Yeah, we'll get more into the into the issues there. Uh, but right in front of him, in P9, who benefited from everyone getting the track limit violation... That's P9 and P8. ...is uh, Granu Joe. He did a tremendous drive. I was so gutted near the end where he, he would have just finished just outside the points. But thank you to uh, the three people bliss blow... <laughs> Uh, forgetting track limits, uh, he was able to get into P9, which is a great result for him. And just in front in P8 is uh, Valtteri Bottas. A great, great result for Alfa Romeo. I don't know what they pulled out this weekend, but they decided to drive. Yeah, they walked away with six points. They drive, drove very, very well. Tremendous. I can't, you know, say enough. Yeah. Um, Just in front of those two in P7 is uh, Esteban Ocon. The other Alpine. Um, again, I think he had a few uh, penalties. I can't remember how many to be entirely honest with you guys. And uh, just in front of him was Fernando Alonso, who had a, uh, should we call it an oopsie? Yeah, he had an oopsie. <laughs> <laughs> Where he, he decided to do a little bit off-roading. He made his own course. He did. He did. And then decided to escape, take an escape route and then cut off... Uh, Charles Leclerc. Yeah. Which didn't end in a penalty, surprisingly. Yeah. I think it's because Charles Leclerc got around him so quickly. Potentially, yeah. It's still dangerous. Oh, no, it is, but I, th- I just think that's what happened. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Charles Leclerc, we had him come in at P5. Um, and then we had George Russell... Coming in at P4. He had a uh, pretty good recovery drive, too. Right. He was last place at the end of the first lap. Yeah. Yeah, and ending in P4. Not bad yeah. for him at all. Not bad at One all. One man who benefited from the stupid pit stops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> very true. Yeah. Um, P3, we had Lando Norris. And just above him, his teammate, Oscar Piastri. Which, again, Oscar just had a phenomenal weekend. I mean, they both did, because I think Absolutely. at the... 
he started what p6 uh so lando started yes. p10 yeah and lando. then oscar was and p6. oscar p6, p6. Yeah. and then when this whole hamilton decided to you know get extra close to his teammate uh gave him a spike up and jumped mm -hmm. i think right up to the seventh second place wasn't it i believe so yes mm -hmm. yeah and uh and then norris was a few spots behind him yeah piastri piastri shot the proper gap yeah <laughs> yeah that was yeah great drive from them and then mr no license but has a super license and 30 time world champion we have mr max verstappen coming in at p1 only 4.8 seconds ahead of p of p2 yeah i do want to say that max does have his license now well, he does now, but at the time, <laughs> he didn't. it was uh, super license before actual license. Yeah. Yeah. But he does have it now. <laughs> yes. Just to make it clear. Yeah. Um, I'm now, I, I mind you, I do think Piastri's weekend was overshadowed by Max walking away with the championship. Mm -hmm. Yes, but the race definitely wasn't. He got driver of the day. Yeah. Well-deserved by did him. You, did you watch the interviews? So David Coulthard was doing an interview with Piastri and <laughs> yeah. he goes up to Piastri, Piastri P2. He's like, and I did just receive, receive uh, information that you got driver of the day. And Piastri's immediate response was, oh, I thought you were going to say I got a five second penalty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he scared him there, but just like they did with the previous interview with the sprint. Yeah. Oh, sprint. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, with the qualifying. Piastri oh, was no. scared it was going to happen again. Oh, man, yeah. not again. Where he heard he's going to start in P6. But, yeah, it's tremendous. I, the McLaren's the top of the game right now. Oh, McLaren's here to, McLaren's here to play. Mm -hmm. I feel like they're going to make a push for the top three. I am very, very excited for next season as well. Because McLaren's just going to build on this. They knew, they found out what was wrong with their car. They figured it out, and they fixed it, and now they're second best to Red Bull. Yeah, so um, they are, oh, quick math, about 11 points behind Aston Martin in Constructors right now. That's it? That's it. So uh, And so... With, with Alonso scoring most of Aston's points, mm. and the McLarens racking up podiums right now, um, it it looks like they go and make a push for the top four for sure, and Ferrari's at two ninety eight. So they uh, they definitely could. They are definitely. I, I definitely think they're gonna walk away with best of the rest. They're gonna come P four easy. They could get P three if they keep this up. Yeah, if they keep this up, and Ferrari keeps you know having. Issues. low points or one driver finish and one not or not even start mm -hmm. i could definitely see mclaren at least making it interesting yeah for ferrari yeah it's uh it's good to see another team get up there uh we've had that a few times this season yeah like aston Martin, um and the mercedes sort of crept out of nowhere yeah and now we have uh, mclaren who are doing tremendously well yes so uh yeah We'll see how it um, ends up going. Yeah, we'll see how we'll see how the rest of the season pans out. Um, now, I have a bone to pick with Sergio Perez. Has he given up? Again, I don't know if it was more the environment this weekend. 
or just yeah. See, I I can understand the environment, but there was a lot of drivers who didn't get penalties for track limits. Yeah, he really liked going wide. There is a lot of drivers younger than him that did not get track limits. There's rookies who didn't get track limits. So, like, what is going on? Like, his team even went on the radio being like, hey, you're hurting our race. And then I think he got two more. Mm-hmm. Mad. I don't get it. Um, like, what is he doing? Yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, it's 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 tough to watch. Um, and what you pointed on in the environment, um, we had, yeah, about four drivers have to be physically helped from their car after, after this race. Yeah, we'll get into that a little later, more in depth with you guys. Um, right now, we're going to move on to our predictions. Uh, so, uh, yeah. All righty. So, Joe, you got uh, 0.5 for Max for P1. I'll take it. Um, you had signs at P2. I was wrong there. Yeah. I um, couldn't have been more wrong. He was wrong. close. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you had Lando Norris coming in at P3, so you get one full point for that. Okay. And then you had pa- Piastri coming in at P4. Yeah, not quite right there. No. You know um, what? I'm happy that Piastri's proven us all wrong. Yes. That's very true. He's very impressive. Absolutely. Um, and then Zach gets 0.5 for Max. Um, and then P2, you had Norris. Um, I was a second away. Yep. <laughs> P3, you had Russell. And P4, you had Piastri. And then... I had the right drivers. The Just right drivers no faith in Piastri. Yeah. Um, but that shouldn't say much for me either. I get 0.5 for Max. I had Norris P2, Piastri P3, and this is so embarrassing. So sorry about it. Um, Lewis Hamilton P4. That didn't end up well. Okay. No. So, I mean, you had Piastri and Norris in the wrong spots and you just had the wrong Mercedes. Yeah. And I, I do want to clarify last um, episode. I believe I said qualifying twice. I misspoke. The first qualifying was right, but then I said qualifying again, and I meant the race. Um, so, yes, I did want to clarify that. These are race predictions from the second qualifying that I said. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm happy that uh, that Piastri continues to prove us wrong when we put him low. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's nice to see. Yeah. Um, we will take a quick break though, and we will come back with some more rants and some other news, possibly. Yeah, just before, I will just want to do, uh, points from this race. Yes. So, Zach, you ended this race with a total of two points. McKenna, you ended with three points. And, uh... You know, toot my own horn here. Six points walking away from this weekend. Jeez Louise. So, uh... Not I'm, bad! You know, McKenna, I'm not gonna lie. I think we're gonna have to get a bigger area to record these to hold Joe's ego. <laughs> yeah, I might have to build an extension, eh? I think we're gonna have to get a bigger garage. Well, you guys just need to catch up. And then my ego will go away. Oh, no, it won't. 
It might a little bit. You never know. I've known you long enough. <laughs> We're going to take a break now. Alrighty. So I just totaled up the points. So Joe is leading with a 29.5 in points. Wait, I just want to see. Who am I beating on the F1 grid? Continue with the rest. I'm just going to take um, beating Albon. Zach Albon. is sitting at 17.5. You're beating Nick DeVries. And I am sitting <laughs> at 19 even. Hmm. So those are the current points from the race on Sunday. So. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm currently P13 if I was in this. Hmm. Out of the drivers. What about Zach? Where would he be? Uh, you got 17, right? Yeah. You would be uh, P14 at the oh. Bottas. And where would I be? At P... You had 19, right? Yeah. Well, McKenna would be 14. I'd be 15. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Hey guys, we're beating Nick DeVries. <laughs> and Logan Sargent. We're, we're beating a few people. <laughs> we're beating a lot more people than we probably should. Yep, I agree. Mind you, we're not putting in the hard effort like they are, so. Yes. Hey, thinking takes some effort. <laughs> a little bit, but I think theirs takes a lot more effort, considering they have to train and drive the car. We gotta train our mind to come up with these predictions. <laughs> we gotta put our mindset. <laughs> does McKenna really train, or does she just guess? I, I pull it out of thin air. <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. I don't put any effort. Um. Yeah. Moving on to what we touched on earlier, the heat in Qatar was completely unbearable. Like unsafe, unbearable. Um. We touched on it earlier when Logan Sargent DNF'd. He was dripping in sweat and had to get helped out of his car. Um, I saw footage. I mean, Alonzo was complaining in the race that his butt was on fire, like it was burning. He asked people to pour water on him. Yep. Uh, Lance Stroll had to get helped out of his... I believe he was helped out of his car. I don't think he was helped. I think he got out of oh, his car Oh, he got out and, like, stumbled to the ambulance. Yep. Um... Elbon had to get help out of his car. Yeah. Uh, K Mag almost, or well, both hash drivers actually, uh, could barely get out of the car. Somebody, um, was it Alcon? Yeah, Esteban. Almost fainted. And he threw up in his helmet. He threw yeah, up in his helmet. On lap 15. Yeah. And so finished the race. He did another like 43 laps. Uh, Stroll mentioned, as I mentioned earlier, uh, the last 30 of the laps in any of the fast corners, he couldn't see anything. His vision just went blurred. Yeah. Um, and then when you look at the cool down room, Piastri was laying on the floor. Yeah, he collapsed on the floor. I, I don't want to say he oh, collapsed. collapsed, but he, like... He, he needed to lay down. Max yeah. was sitting on the floor. Yeah. Uh, somehow um, Lando wasn't. So whatever he's doing, he's doing it right. But it, it's, it's a serious issue. It's a safety hazard. Like... Wasn't a wheelchair mentioned in the cooldown room as well? Yeah, yeah I think Max mentioned it as a joke, but like, it, look like, how many, look how many drivers were popping their visors, going into the pits just to get a breeze. Yeah, mm -hmm. you um, saw it a lot in Russell lifting the visor, trying to get airflow, as well as having his hands. Russell was in eighth cool. gear, doing one hundred ninety-five kilometers an hour yeah. or whatever, it, and his hands yeah, were on top. To Three hundred, was it? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, it might have been 195 miles. Mm -hmm. um, and his hands were on top of the steering wheel just trying to get a breeze. Yeah. Yuki it's... Sonoda tried to pop his visor and just got a face full of sand. It's it's a big issue. Um, now, maybe, because next year we're racing in December, 
maybe it'll be better. We don't know. Um, I yeah, don't know the day, how, the, the desert. how the weather is there. And um, I, I would assume that their weather is kind of opposite to ours because they're on the other side of the world. Potentially, yeah. It's, it's December, it's cold here. It's tough to say. I truly don't know. Um, if it is no change, then there's an argument to should we even be racing there? Yeah. And that's purely on the safety issue, not to mention the human rights issues, mm-hmm. which have been very present there um, as a big reason why they push not to. But the uh, F1 likes the money. Oh. So uh, they will keep going. Yeah. Money from those places are nuts. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's insane. But like, let's let's say that their weather through the year is opposite of ours. Mm-hmm. Push the race to April. Yeah, when it's warm on this side of the world, maybe it's cooler on that side of the world. Something, something needs to change, like drastically. Um, otherwise, yeah, we shouldn't be racing there. No. If the drivers have to go through this and they can't get out of the car, imagine if they were in a serious accident. Yeah. And they had to get out of the car. That is my concern. Imagine they're going around a corner and they can't see it. Yeah. Well, my biggest... right into a wall. My Mm -hmm. biggest concern is what if one of them accidentally passes out because of heat stroke because it got so bad, causing a very serious accident. Yeah. Whether it's just themselves or with somebody else. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, what happens if a driver blacks out on the street? I mean, you look at, like, the uh, Roman Grosjean incident a few years ago when he... His car split in two into a fireball. Yeah. Yeah. If that was here, arguably they wouldn't be alive, which is a huge issue. Mm -hmm. And no amount of money can make that okay. No. No. So honestly, my vote, get this off the track, go to South Africa. Honestly, maybe Lewis Hamilton just needs to do a Nicky Lauda moment. Yeah. Just get out of the car. I mean, he did. Well, in a different manner. Yeah. Just be like, I'm not racing this race. Mm-hmm. They have the power to do it. Mm-hmm. They do, and arguably they they should. And cause... if it's if it's somebody like Lewis, yeah, like like Logan Sargent did it right. He's like, I I physically cannot do this race anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if Lewis Hamilton was in this race and been like, guys, I'm retiring. I physically cannot. Like, I'm I'm done. Yeah. I, even, I can't take it. Even Max. Mm-hmm. Like, arguably, that would send a stronger statement. Yeah. yeah. If your world champion retires from the race because he he just... Now, Max is like a machine. He wouldn't do that. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, if it was, like, somebody who's so respected in this sport, Max, Lewis, Alonzo, mm-hmm. like, one of those big three, Yeah. all the other drivers would be like, okay, maybe I can do it. Like you'd have your you'd have your stubborn bulls be like mm-hmm. I can do it. I can do it, yeah. But that would send a huge message, being like, why are we racing here? But like to the point, like you should never have a time where was it five or six drivers had to get helped out of the car. Yep. Several afterwards, they fainted in the medical tent due to the heat. Look due at the, to the exhaustion. Did you, like look at the video of Lance Stroll. He didn't walk to the ambulance. He stumbled. He and then the pair you could see the paramedic door open and then he just falls into it. Mm-hmm. Like puts his arms on it and sh- shuts it cuz yeah. he he needs to support himself. 
yeah, it, it's horrendous. So I, I, I don't get it. Um, and especially with the, I feel like it would be a bit better if we didn't have this pit stop thing too, um, where they're forced to go that fast for that continuous time because there's no management, right? So I feel like if there was, they could have taken a little bit of a breather maybe. But still, they only have, what is it, half a liter at most of fluid to drink over the course of that race. Oh, they probably all drank it after lap five. Mm -hmm. And I think it was like 32 or 39 degree weather, like Celsius weather. Plus you're getting all the heat from the engine. Plus, yeah, you're surrounded by the engine, the batteries, the radiators, everything in the car. Yes, it's open top, so you have some wind hitting your helmet, but still. It's it's hitting the top of your helmet. Exactly. It's, it's not... not hitting your feet, your legs, your hands, your body. Mm-hmm. It's hitting your head. Mm-hmm. Like, Well, we even saw, was it for qualifying or was it the sprint shootout? Can't remember who the driver was, but they physically had to hold, was it freeze dried something or was it just pure ice? Max had dry ice getting yeah. weak in front of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to help cool him down. Yeah. Yeah, it's it again. It shouldn't shouldn't be a thing. I don't get why or oh, money, but just wrong in my opinion. I feel like health and safety comes way before money. FIA's got enough money. Yeah, well, I don't even think it's FIA. I think it's Formula One as the company. Well, they all have enough money. I think they can. I mean, they're building Vegas from scratch. Yes, they have enough money. Yeah, like. I don't. I don't think. I love the track layout. Oh, it's a fantastic. It's a beautiful layout. track layout, minus the curbs. Yes, they need to fix those. But just the environment is terrible. It's atrocious, and like we don't get anywhere near up to that temperature here in Canada. The most we get is, what, a plus 30 day every once in a while? Yeah, well, the last couple of years we've hit some plus 30, 35s. But that's like our cap. Yeah. But that was, it was that hot at night. Yeah, this was a night race. Which is nuts. And then the other aspect of it, too, is sand getting on the track. Making areas of it undrivable, as we've seen by the driver spinning off. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's overall just a terrible track to race on. In these conditions. It's it's bad. And like, it hadn't been rubbered in, which is whatever, right? You have that with a new track. Vegas is going to have the same issue. But when you have that incorporated with the sand, so you're basically in a wet race. Yeah. Where you only have, you know, the racing line you can do. And that's it. Which is not okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how next year goes. I just, I don't know. It's not worth the end. It's not worth the, the viewership, the money. No. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if they try to have Qatar again after next year. And it's I, like this. I think a driver needs to just finally be like, you know what? I'm just not, I'm not racing it. And arguably the viewers boycott the race. Don't draw, don't watch it. Right. Then that'll hit their pocketbooks too. Mm-hmm. To an extent, yeah, yeah I think yeah, I I'm think gonna prove a point. Yep. At the end of the day, if they try to continue with Qatar and it, the weather is like this even next year, I think it just comes down to the drivers have a meeting and be like, "Do we? Is it worth putting our bodies through this?" Well, to be fair, they tried that before. 
with um I can't remember where it was, but there was a terrorist attack near the track, like three K away, the day before. And the drivers voted not to do it, but yet they were still forced to. So I don't know how I mean the drivers can just not show up and then that's that. But yeah, something needs to be done. Yeah. It shouldn't be like this at all. No. It's like doing a race here in Canada in the snow in minus 35. Yes. Yeah, you just don't. You don't do it. You do not go outside. Yeah. Well, Unless you're fully bundled. Yeah, exactly. And like, it's oh, mad. And we're also not doing 100 miles per hour. No. We're doing like two. Because <laughs> the roads suck. Yeah, it's... <sighs> At the end of the day, driver safety is the most important thing. Who cares mm-hmm. about the money? Who cares about the points? Championship? Whatever. Yeah. You know, that it needs to be seriously reviewed and be like, why Why are we here? Is the money worth, you know, like McKenna touched on earlier, what if them blacks out on a straight and causes an accident? What if somebody goes, right? Mm-hmm. What if somebody's fully pinned in eighth gear at the end of the straight, they black out? They're going straight into a wall. Well, even... <clears throat> If you look at like a safety car restart, if that happens on like lap 47, for an example, and, you know, the driver goes, the the person, you know, a few cars back, realizes they're going, go, and then into a high-speed corner, can't see anyone, sideswipes like four drivers. It's not okay. No. Shouldn't be allowed. No, but we'll have to wait till December to see how Qatar is at the end of the year. Yeah. Which I hope it's better. Like I said, I like the layout. I I love the track layout, yeah. But I I hate, well, the curbs and this temperature they have to deal with. It's unreal. Yeah, drivers should not have to be helped out of their cars. No, in any instance. Unless it's a crash, but you know. Different. Yeah. But, um... I think after that, I think that's what we're going to call it. Yeah, we'll see you guys. We are honestly not excited for next weekend. No. I don't know why, but mind you, I've never seen the Houston track, so maybe I'll understand after this, but I'm always excited when the Honey Badger returns. Well, that's that's the the only thing I'm excited for. Um, I'm not excited for the track. It's... Garbage. I don't, I don't like Austin. This Would, track should have been gone years ago. Yeah. I, yeah. No. Not worth anything. Hopefully um, with Vegas coming in, they get rid of Austin. They send that. They ship that race to South Africa. I'd love to see a South Africa race. Yes, I agree. And uh, before we go into a rant with how bad that track is, because I know that'll last another hour. Yeah. Um, We're going to see you guys on Friday with our predictions for that terrible, terrible race. <laughs> um. Can we can we boy can like the driver boycott Austin Texas too? <laughs> Just because it's bad. <laughs> oh, it's a bad track. It's not good. Honestly, play it in F one. Like play the game F one. You'll probably see where we're coming from. It's just a bad track. It's just horrendous. Bad design. Yeah. Redo it. Bad on tires. Bad on everything. Just just bad. So, but anyway, that's enough negativity from yeah, us. Uh, apologize to our American listeners. Uh, you have <laughs> other tracks. They're better. They're a lot better. Um, yeah. 
that one's just yeah rubbish anyway uh yeah we'll see you guys next week on friday for our predictions on that bad bad track yes and i would like to just point out today is thanksgiving so to all our canadians Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the day off if you have it. Yeah. Yes, if, if you not, don't, I'm sorry, but enjoy that time and a half. Yeah. Double time and a half. Ooh, enjoy that double time and a half, guys. Exactly. And catch you on Friday. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. If you liked what we talked about today in our podcast and everything else we'll talk about in the future, the best way to support us is by subscribing to our podcast, both on Spotify and Apple podcast, as well as giving us a five-star review. We do have social media as well. So check us out on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at F1 in the sun. All of the information will be linked in the descriptions of every podcast, as well as in the description of our Apple and Spotify podcasts. And we will see you next week.